Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right. Yes. Oh my God. I know that sound. For words. I really am. Welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. Today is such a special show. In fact, I got so many messages and likes. We every week on my Instagram, we mm-hmm. put out like a coming up this week who the guest is going to be. Never have we ever put out an image that had close to 600 likes and like 60 comments of people so excited nice. for today's guest. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be back. Ah, you know that voice. Today, Sammy K, CEO of Snack Lens, which we're going to talk all about for those of you who are not already on to this amazing hip chip, uh, is here. But he is also a longtime dear friend of mine. We started in radio together over 10 years ago on the Kane Show on it Hot 99.5. 12 years ago, Sarah. 12? Okay. It Why don't honestly, you go with my mouth? Okay. No, I'm it was definitely to- about like 12 years ago. <laughs> Because I couldn't even drink yet. Or I've known you since before I could drink legally. And here we are today oh my drinking God. some rosé. Cheers, my friend. And of course, former co-host of the Hey Fresh podcast, you started with me. You started it all with me. It was awesome. It, w- it was awesome until it was not awesome. <laughs> okay, sure. I don't know. I still have really fond memories of everything. I'm like, uh, I too. also feel like I'm a dog. Well, here's the thing. You know, the last episode we did together, you were very mad at me, but I've known you for a long time. So I knew when, when it was our last episode and you were like, bye, I'm never coming back. I was like, oh, he'll come back. And everyone was like, that seems really rude. He's never coming back. Well, no, as in like, I was saying like, I don't plan on going to, f- like, I think when most people leave a show in our position, they go and they immediately find another show. I was saying like, I'm not coming back to like the game. I'm not coming back to the industry. And that is the truth. You That's have the truth. <laughs> I don't. I haven't. I've gotten some requests and I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? You piece Absolutely the fuck not. out. I did see when you left the Hey Frage podcast, which would have been like a year ago, I think CW wanted you to do like one, like commercials and stuff. And I think you did one and then you were like, fuck I you. I did one and then <laughs> I was just like, fuck that. <laughs> Honestly, the thing is I never even called them. I never emailed them. I just stopped showing up. Like, <laughs> I, I never, te- like, technically I probably still have a job there. Because I just never quit. Like I never, They're waiting and for I, you. And I've never gotten fired, technically. So, sure. Awesome. 
You are, okay, I mean, there is so much. People had so many questions for you, and we are bringing back all the famous things that you're known for, like Sammy Rants. On Mondays, we do Pineapple Mail, where viewers write in, and we have very salty emails today, so I can't wait to hear your response. Fuck them. I'm excited about this. Let's do this. But, but there's so much to talk about in your life. When you left this show, I think you talked about Snacklands on the podcast, but yeah. nobody knew like how big it was going to become. Now you're in Whole Foods and Mom's Organic. Organic, and you have also uh, gotten a prestigious invite. You had one earlier this year to Montreal for Food Bites, which we're yeah, going to talk that was about. Awesome. Um, and the biggest news of all is you're going to be a dad, which is like, okay, blow my mind. Like, blow me. Well, I mean, I think my friends put it to me best in Iowa when they reached out when they found out because they go, dude, we're surprised it took you this long to get someone pregnant. <laughs> that is true. I did, I have yeah. had people tell me, by the way, that um, they're shocked that you have not had a kid until now. They're just shocked. They're like, "Wow, you." That's a. I mean, that's good for me. I mean, I'm not gonna throw, throw any shade at other people, but I know a lot of other people on radio and TV that popped out way more kids before I did. So. Well, I can remember over the years we were kind of worried because, and I got to ask you, like, if you're still smoking all the time, but you you used to partake in a lot of um, weed use. Like, you'd mm-hmm. come into the podcast, you'd get out your dropper, and you'd put your liquid THC in, and then we'd roll. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, we also <laughs> worried, like, are you, we also kind of thought over the years, like, maybe you're not, maybe the swimmers aren't swimming. I think that's the issue, is I think my swimmers weren't swimming for the longest time. But now... And then they just started swimming again. Or they just thought there was a Waffle House somewhere in the fallopian tubes and they just got distracted. Because <laughs> your skin looks great. So you must be like smoking a lot less. You must be like... <laughs> yes. You're responsible. <laughs> yes, I'm totally responsible. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it's also just how much work you're doing, you know? Like you're so busy to work, you can't party like and, you used to. I mean, I, it's not even about partying. I think beforehand, like, I'd be trying to think of ideas and I would just hit a wall... So what would I do? You know, go hit the bingaroo, and I'd come back, and I'd be set to rock and roll, and I could think of some other crazy idea, some other crazy thing. I don't have to think about crazy shit anymore all the time. Well, I was always pushing you for clients. I was like, I need you to come up with videos, and you'd be like, God damn it, and Sarah, I, I just, can't just come up with these videos. Yeah, I'd have to go home and get <laughs> ripped. Like, you know, I'd have to just like, get ripped and start like watching things and be like, oh, wouldn't that be really funny? So now I think, yeah, I mean, like today, for instance, I went to work, and I was fixing machines like I was installing a belt on a bag sealer oh my god you like, do okay you, you can't be that high for stuff labor? like that yeah dude we thought I was sweating my ass off earlier because I was actually like <laughs> no joke taking apart a massive bag sealer it's probably as big as this table you know and I was just reinstalling the belt putting a new like tape on there like installing stuff oh it didn't work gotta do this like ridiculous i have I to do everything that is amazing because i've always wanted to see you like ride a four-wheeler like i just don't picture oh, you fuck no i would never do that <laughs> i want to see you operating machinery so, last week because we've like so we started off with like whole foods in uh, all the northeast this week and so oh. we had to get like all these orders done right so i was like going through that even i like got on the line and i was actually like bagging chips and i guess the people there because when i do it i usually do it at night you know, I'm like helping out at night, never during the daytime. But because they saw me in the daytime, everyone just lost their mind. And they were like coming by and taking pictures of me in a hairnet. <laughs> you in a hairnet? You have to. It's a manufacturing facility. Like you can't just go in with like, you got to wear a hairnet, even like a hat on top of that just to make sure that. Oh my God. Like, what you know a how pissed people would be if you have to get, if you get a hair in your bag of snack ones? Oh, I know. I know. No, we're not going there. Yeah. Um, okay, look, I've got a couple of sponsors I want to shout out. Then we're going to get into all your questions. We are live on Facebook on my page, Sarah Frazier. If you have a question, my special guest today is, of course, the legendary Sammy Kay. If you grew up in D.C., Baltimore, Louisville, Kentucky, Memphis, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Tampa, Florida, you know this voice from uh, where it all started on the Kane Show on 99.5. Then uh, he was my co-host for the first year of, of Hey Frazier podcast. And now he is the CEO of Snacklands, the vegan snack chip company that is doing gangbusters. And I can't wait to share with everyone your success and how you got there. Um, We have to thank Mark Livingstone from Cornerstone First Financial. If you are in the market to buy a house, um, you need a great mortgage and loan person. Go to hayfrage.com. Mark's picture is right there on the right. And boom, apply. All of your fees are waived up to $450. I just got approved last week with Dan. We're buying a condo. Sammy, did you think that I would still be with Dan after all these years? You did? Yes. Do you think I'll marry Dan? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah. I'll stay married to Dan? I think at this point, it's almost like me and marijuana. 
you know, just been together for so long, you don't really know how to live life without each other. I am really addicted to him. Like, yeah. I trash him all the time, but I'm so, like, no. addicted to him. And I like Dan, because remember, Dan's a nerd like me, so, like, I appreciated Dan. He is such a fucking and, nerd. I can't take it. And I was just so worried that, because I guess I've only really seen you, like, I mean, I've known you for a long time, but you only dated literally, like, one other person. Yeah, forever, forever. Okay. But, you know, I mean, Sammy when has I think seen of, me. And when, I, and when I think of that, I go... Well, this is definitely the lesser of the two evils. You know, he is way better. He's definitely a catch compared to, you know. Ed. I wasn't going to say the name, but yeah, sure. <laughs> we call him old man. Yeah. But you've seen me, you know, I've had, and I, I talk about it, you know, I've had some indiscretions. You know, I do, I definitely really love black men, so I'm not sure if I, you know, like, what's going to happen there. Do you forget that I was there for that? <laughs> yes, I know, I know. Okay. Okay, we're moving along anyway, so um, I just wonder your predictions. But I, I love Dan so much. I think you need that. I think, look, I think that someone like Dan is great for you because I kind of like, and I feel like I almost got my Dan, you know? Yes, they're I can't wait to talk about her. Okay, solid. Like, yeah. they're not really bouncing. Like, us, like, dude, I mean, I was working in radio one day, then I was doing music another day, and I was in TV, and now I'm selling chips. Like, my life's a clusterfuck. Oh, I'm like, an emotional wreck. You know, yeah. you need someone like solid who's like, I mean, you know that 10 years from now, He's still gonna be in the soccer game. Like he is still coaching. Like he is consistent. He's not gonna change. Like he's gonna come back. His favorite food isn't gonna change next week. It's gonna always be the same thing. Like and that's good. Like I needed that consistency. I think I needed that. Like that solid, you know, that solid base. Oh my god, we have to talk about that. Okay, because I want to know. Yeah, Amy sounds like that. Um. So anyway, Mark Livingstone, Cornerstone First Financial. They have your mortgage needs. Once you have the house, you need insurance. Jessica Claros is a licensed insurance broker in Maryland. Okay, she's got you for auto, home, life insurance, insurance, short-term, long-term disability. I got my act together enough to get short-term and long-term disability. Jessica Claros is a farmer's rep, so you need to go to farmers.com backslash Jessica Claros, uh, or you can give her a call as well. She's unbelievable in Silver Spring, Maryland, and they get you for everything. Um, so be sure. It's so important, by the way. Now that you're going to be a dad, you're going to get life insurance? Uh, dude, I've been going through all that, like writing a will, life insurance. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, Jessica's number is 301-273-1133. And lastly, we have to uh, say a big hello. I've started my essentials routine. By the way, how's my skin looking? Looks fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, how, how am I looking? Am I sweating? I think I'm yeah, sweating already. Yeah, it's really hot in here, actually. Maybe we can, I don't know if we can lower the AC. Oh, that's all right. They're going to lower the AC, you poor guy. Just I give know. me a sweat towel. I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You are fat. You look great. You look like you've lost weight. Uh, okay. You don't think so? I've definitely gained the sympathy with my pregnant girlfriend. So, like, as her belly's gotten bigger, I've been trying to compete. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, BioClarity is now signed on. It is our first skincare company ever that is endorsing the Hayfresh podcast. You're going to be seeing it all over my social media, but BioClarity has two great routines. The Essentials routine for normal or dry skin, which is what I'm using, and the Clear Skin routine for a combination of oily or breakout-prone skin. It's three easy steps. You just clean, treat, and restore. Plus, they have their own unique Floor Lux from Chlorophyll, which is a unique and all- um, natural ingredient infusion that helps your skin. Uh, their unique ingredients are amazing. Florax, uh, Floralux is a clever form of chlorophyll. It's proven for nourishing the skin, soothing away imperfections and blemishes. It's like green juice for your face, detox and rebalance with BioClarity. You can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to BioClarity.com and of course you get a Hayfrage discount. My listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine plus shipping is free and it comes with one 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter my code FRAGE. FRAGE. Uh, that's bioclarity.com and enter FRAGE. So thank you to them. And uh, your skin can look like mine, just baby soft. I'm going to get you some, Sam. Oh, thank you. What do you think? You got oily skin or dry? I mean, it looks oily now, uh, but you're I'm just pretty, sweating. I'm oily, yeah. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty greasy on the regs. <laughs> so let's talk about Snacklins first, okay. okay? Before we talk about you being a dad and then how you met Amy. So Snacklins was a company that I had heard about that you had started a couple years ago with a friend of yours. And you had basically said it is vegan pork rinds. Well, it started off, yeah, it's kind of like a joke between me and a buddy of mine. And we had made a vegan pork rind. Like he had, you know, we, I kind of said I'd been working on one. I could actually do it. He was like, if you do it, let's tell it at the restaurant. It'd be funny. Okay. And then we made them, and it kind of just went from there to we never actually sold them at the restaurant, but a friend of ours uh, was like, you should sell them at our brewery for this event over the weekend. We said, okay, cool. So we showed up there. Then from there, a grocery store approached us. So it just kind of all happened really quickly where it like, was literally so just fast. us like making them as a joke for our friends at a bar to 
within three weeks, we were there trying to get nutrition facts. We were trying to get packaging. We were trying to actually figure out how we're going to make these and sell them to these grocery stores. Uh, and it just kind of a snowballed from there. And so now we sell a lot of chips. But here's my thing is why I'm so happy for you, because ever since I've known you, you have had such a love for the restaurant and food industry. Like when you talk about finding your passion, your passion never really was radio, TV, broadcasting. Yeah. Like you're incredibly good at it. But I don't think that was your love, right? No, I think I mean, I liked it because it gave me an opportunity to kind of be with the things that I thought were really cool, you know? So, like, I liked it because I got to do, like, all the food and restaurant reviews, and no one, especially when we first started, no one gave a shit about food or restaurants at all. Like, right. now every fucking news station, every radio station, every publication is doing something about food. Then it was literally the Washington Post and then nothing else. Like, there was nobody cared at all. And so people were like, yeah, you can do it. And I liked it because I thought it was very interesting. And so it got me a chance to meet all these people, to be friends. I mean, all my friends now work in the industry, you know, in the restaurant industry in some way, fashion or form. And so I just kind of, I got a chance to really just hang out with them and meet them. And then it kind of helped, you know, where normally I would have not gotten a chance to stage or to work at these really nice restaurants in town, like Kirisan, for instance. But I feel like it helped that, well, okay, yeah, he really is passionate. We know him from another career in radio, but, you know, let's give him a shot. And I think, you know, that really helped a lot. So. But are you, like, what I think is so amazing for you, right, is all the years that I've known you, to some degree, I think you were searching for that thing that was, like, yours, that you, you know, because you are so fucking creative and talented. Like, whether you had to go home and smoke or whatever, you would come up with the best video ideas, the best food concepts, and I'm so proud of you because it's, like, this one seems like, it just like stuck for you. It's your path. Like it's so working out. Yeah, it's working. Out. I mean, great. We have some really rough days. We've been through a really rough patch recently, trying to get through. You know, because we're going through a construction and going through. You know, being out of stock in some stores and trying to get back up, which is a good thing. People are buying the product much faster than we can make it. Yes, so, I know they know. have been since the start. But yeah, I think it's just you know just to have that option to, to do your own thing. And I think my creative juices. I think it's funny. Like I tell people this. I can. I just do my own little mini radio shows, shows all day long. You know, I'm talking to clients. I'm there at stores. I'll demo. When I used to do demoing of a product, I was so good at demoing the product. People would say that. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's great. It's literally like doing the promo events that we would do at like a ski chalet or something like that. Yeah. You know? We just show up for two hours and be like, hey, what's up? You want some free shit? Like, <laughs> and that's what I do. And like, I loved it. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm still kind of getting that creative juice out just in a different way. You know, I get to sit there and think of new ways to market the product, new ways to create, you know, and it's more of. <laughs> It's, I don't know. I felt like it's a way like you have to go a lot deeper. Like beforehand, I could just kind of think of an idea and I, was, I could give it to you. And that superficial kind of initial idea was really good because we just had to get it out. We were more on a time crunch. Sure. We're now not on that time crunch. So I can just sit there and think of things forever and like work on these plans and get stuff going. And it's fantastic. You so know? how has it been for you to learn the business side? Because I also think people di- didn't realize who've been listening to you for years pr- People know how smart you are, but I'm not sure people know. Like, it seems as though the business side you've really taken to. Like, you and I got together a few months ago, and I was saying to you, like, I've had people ask me, like, where do you where do you want the Hey Frage podcast to go? Like, do you have a pitch deck? Do you have? And damn, you like pulled out this pitch deck and investment deck and all this. I'm like, shit, this guy is like so onto it. So, how did you know how to do the business side? Oh well, I'm shit awful at that side. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Um, I'm not good on the op side, like on the operations side, I've been working on it, but I mean, that's tough. So I feel like the nice thing and kind of the thing that I always tell anybody, I think I did it in radio unknowingly. And I think we do it. I think you do it. And a lot of people that are successful do it, that you go to your job every day and you realize your, your job isn't to do your job is to learn. Ah, okay. So every day I go in there and I know, all right, well, I've (laughs) got to clearly learn something because if you hate learning, you can't start up a new business. Because one day I'm there and yeah, okay, I made the chips, but now what? I have to learn every detail about plastic bags from what they're made from, the different design styles, the sizing, how you can seal them, how you can fill them. I mean, like, I know more about gusseted bags, pillow bags, like polyethylene. It's like you have to learn this shit. (laughs) Like, you have, and like, and every day you have to learn something new. It's like, I didn't know six months ago how to fix this packaging machine, but it broke on me once and I just. Wow. I have to do it. So like every day you're constantly learning something new. And if you're not really into that, and I think that's really what I liked a lot. I think that's why I actually like worked in like the morning shows and stuff, because every day I'd just be learning a bunch of new random information about these new random stories because you always want to sound 
knowledgeable. Yeah, sure. And sure. so now I still like learning. And so I'm just kind of switched that over to now I'm just learning like really in depth about other things. I mean, I worked with this uh, accelerator called Union Kitchen based okay. out of DC. Okay. And I mean, I got with them. They came to us. We were part of their first accelerator program. They came to us. They're like, all right, here's how we can do this. And we kind of learn together, you know? So like I learned how to make the pitch deck with them. I learned how to get okay. all these financials to get, you know, to figure out what my cost of goods are, where my break even point is, you know, how I can do projections and all this stuff that, yeah, you can go learn it in a school, but even the kids that learn it and, you know, after five years, six years in college, they come out and they still don't know how to do it in a regular everyday kind of way. And so you just have to be willing to sit there and like to learn every day. Well, a lot of people that are listening to this are entrepreneurs themselves or trying to be. So what I mean, what's like the biggest thing that you've learned that you would share with people? Like, would you recommend to people going into business? Because yours, I mean, holy shit, like stuff's happening for you that I'm sure it takes people five years, six yeah. years. I mean, you're in Whole Foods. Now you're getting to run, launch uh, Whole Foods in the Northeast. You're in Mom's Organic. You know, you've had every press outlet in D.C. from The mm-hmm. Post, Washingtonian Magazine cover you so what would be your biggest like piece of advice uh i think the 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 thing that people really need to do is you need to take a step back and i I guess luckily for me because i'm a muslim and i don't like pork rinds Ah. i never really felt like really attached to the idea of a vegan pork rind where a lot of other people if they're making burritos or they're making something they feel attached that because that is their recipe that is their Uh baby and you unattach yourself and then really look at and say is this shit like is like (laughs) Because people are so into their own stuff that they're like, no, you don't understand. Like, I make these mixed nuts. I oh, make them God. for my friends when they come over. They love my Chex Mix mix. I want to sell that. And I go, okay, but here's the thing. First off, you're using Chex Mix. That's another company's brand. Second thing, like, you, they never really think through it. Like, is this actually feasible? And uh. I find like a lot of people go, this is a great idea. There's a lot of great ideas. Like, there's a shit. Everyone has great ideas. But it's about realizing, is this idea, can you actually execute that idea? And I think we kind of fell into that with Snacklands. Like, I didn't go out initially to do that, but it was because I was so unattached to it that I could make these changes. I mean, when people come to me and they go, you know what, I think the term of crackling without the pork, a vegan pork rind, is fucking disgusting. I didn't take that <laughs> offensive. I was like, you know what, I agree with you. I think a vegan pork rind sounds gross as shit, too. Ours tastes good, though. Like, And then that's why when it came out to us, changing it to a puffed veggie crisp. You know, it didn't really phase me. I wasn't too attached to it, you know? And you have that's to be good. willing to pivot, pivot, pivot. Because if you think about it, like, we started off selling vegan pork rinds to bars and restaurants is what we thought. We had to pivot to figure out how we we're going to do retail. Pivot again to figure out how we can actually sell better. Pivot again. Like, you're constantly pivoting, you know? So, okay, and your latest pivot is Snacklins is really a product to people who highlight or enjoy snacking over meals, You just want right? a snack. You just want a snack. snack. So, the whole idea is, like, with our new bag that's, like, 80 calories for the whole bag. Oh, Eat the whole amazing. bag, you know, or this one, this current packaging, you know, we were focusing on the vegan aspect of it, you know, and how it was a vegetarian option to something that, that people saw or people had, so. I'm eating one right oh, now. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, they're going to be crunchy. They're going to be salty. It's pretty much everything you want from junk food, but my without God. the junk, you know. These are so good. These Free are the barbecue? That's the barbecue one. So, my God. But, that's but it. they I think are it, like a, a veggie puff. Like, yeah. they are really like that. You know, and they're good. And I think if you just, you know, if you get them, like, I think that people get turned off by certain words. Like, the word vegan scares the shit out of people. Like, I bet Dan, for instance, I could have the best vegan. Like, if they, were, if they labeled potato chips as vegan, mm. Dan would probably stop eating them. You know what I mean? Well, he's become a vegan now. Okay, has he? Okay, yeah. well, old Dan that I knew then. <laughs> the old Dan yeah, that I knew. Used to, I mean, honestly, I used to tell people, like, when I met Dan, like, every day he'd eat at CeCe's. I was like, I am yeah. not eating at CeCe's. And so, like, you have to get, you know, I think there's, like, keywords. Oh, no, no. Like, you have to learn just to kind of take a step back. Like, I get trash. Like, you know, you get hate mail. I get so much hate mail now, and it's just about like, and it's hilarious, but you just take it, you go, all right, well, how can I fix this? How can I change this? You know, These how can you adjust? unbelievable. So that's it. Okay. Can you give us, before we move on to your personal life, which I really am, am yeah. so interested yeah. in, what's the next steps for Snacklins that you can publicly share? Uh, so we're currently, I mean, I'll tell you this, we're building an, we're building an awesome factory in DC, oh, in the God, DC area so right now. And our goal is uh, we want to compete with all of the other kind of big guys, I guess. Okay. And part of that is um, us, uh, you know, reducing that price. So we're kind of building this massive factory so we can bring that price down. You'll see new packaging on the shelf. And once you see that new packaging on the shelf, it'll be like a dollar cheaper. 
Really? Not more, yeah. So. Oh my god. That's the big thing I can tell you right now. And um, so the other thing too is you recently you have to tell me about this. Food Bites reached out to you. You you became like a highlighted speaker. So yeah, so Food Bites what, is actually what is Food Bites? Very prestigious. Yeah, so it's actually a food <clears throat> pitch competition done by Rabobank, which is uh, okay. like the largest uh, agricultural bank in the world. So they're based on the Netherlands. I had no idea until I saw yeah. this on your social media. And I was so like, this they, is amazing. Uh, so yeah, so like they start off like, you know, lending money to farmers. And now they do like huge, massive. I mean, when you're a massive health food company and you need a $200 million loan or a $50 million loan, like Love it. I think that's who you go to. But they do this awesome food pitch competition for kind of emerging brands and other brands out there. And we got, we were invited. We were one of 12, the only one from this area to go out to Montreal. And we got to go out there, pitch our product 90 seconds, tell people, you know, what it was, how it was, and then you just get to sit there and talk. I mean, it was, for me, I, I tell people this, if you get a chance, like, as an entrepreneur, the more of these kind of pitch competitions, the more of these events, I know they seem expensive, like, because I have to find a hotel there. I have to fly, fly to there, Montreal, yeah. you know, I have to feed myself there in this random city for two days, three days. Like, but they're so worth it. You know, that any way you can go there and you can get yourself, because in a situation like that, I was, you know, having drinks and eating with the people from Lando Lakes, from ADM, yes. from, you know, all these other major corporations that now I have these connects. So as we grow, I can make a call and I can be like, oh, hey, guys, I want to work on this new flavor. Can you so help true. me? And so it's things like that that I think, you know, like I always like I think a quote I gave, I didn't know what it was from, but it's some I think it's a basketball quote someone told me. <laughs> but like you miss you all the shots it. you never take or something like that. Like <laughs> it's something like that. It's something stupid like that. And it's some basketball asshole. I don't know who. I mean, look, I I am so proud of you. And and people ask me about it all the time and see your success. And I'm like, he is going to be a millionaire from this. Like, he really is. Like, you are. And I'm going to hit you up for advertising money for fucking sure. So. Or I'll be a million dollars in debt. One of the two. <laughs> So I'm what? on the roll right now. I mean, they're going to file for bankruptcy in the next three years. <laughs> you will not. Or, These are, who says anything negative? These are delicious. I don't know how you'd get any negative feedback. But I mean, you got to think so you're making good. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bags of chips every week. Like, shit can go bad. And when shit goes bad, like, you got to be able to trace it. Like, people don't realize that. But oh, well, that part's probably a little scary, so, I guess. With- yeah, like, you know, traceability and having to keep track of everything and, like, we went from, you know, me going to the grocery store and just buying some mushrooms and onions, you know, <laughs> to like making the chips to now like I have to order hundreds of pounds of like product at a time, which means I have to invest like thousands and thousands, thousands and of thousands dollars. of dollars every week plus payroll just to get myself just to wait like 45 days or 60 days till I get that check back, you know, and like cash flow, all the shit that I never even had to worry about. Like I kind of like working in radio, you know, work my other jobs like you work two weeks. You, you get a, a paycheck, check. right, you right, work right. two weeks, you get a check, you know? Now, okay, so for so for people listening and watching, where can you buy Snacklands in general? We have obviously, you know, we have the most listeners in D.C. and Baltimore, but we have people listening in New York, Louisville, Kentucky. Where are the locations now people can buy? So, uh, like, if you're in any, like, so we're actually kind of expanding slowly to all the Whole Foods. So right now you'll find us in the Whole Foods, most of them in the mid-Atlantic area. So anywhere Washington, D.C., down to North Carolina, up to the... Canadian border, so okay. I guess up through you know Maine. If they even have Whole Foods in Maine, do they have Whole Foods? They have one Whole Foods in Portland, Boom. Maine. We probably sell at that Portland, oh, Maine Whole Foods. I can't wait! I'm going um, there in two weeks. I'm going to my family, you know, because my mom, everybody loves you. We're so, I am so happy for you. I feel like this is the happiest I've ever seen Sammy K. And then online, it's kind of easier. We are working like when we do that new pack change, and everything comes out. We'll be on Amazon and all the other big sites. But for now, we work with Thrive Market directly. Okay, Thrive Market, and sure, sure. The they're best huge. bet is Union Kitchen Grocery, honestly. Okay, because we make the product at their facilities, and so they will never, ever, ever run out. <laughs> People are asking all that. All right, let's transition, because this this year has been huge for you. I get a phone call from you. I get a couple of phone calls from you back in the fall, mm-hmm. which I, I think I just like let go to voicemail. You know, yeah. so <laughs> I was busy. And then I see all of a sudden a post on your Instagram you are having a baby. And I almost lost it. And you were like, look, I tried to call you. I wanted you to give the heads up before I, I put it on social media. But tell us about you've met this wonderful woman, which again, like, I am so happy for you because you and I have both seen our dating pass. Mm-hmm. And she is amazing. Mine was much more tragic than yours, I would say. <laughs> like, all give know an that. example. Oh, my God. Are you kidding which me? One? How many which horrendous one? examples? <laughs> I sit in a relationship I, with a girl one day just looked at me in the middle of dinner, held a knife, and was like, I could stab you right now. You can do shit about it. And I was like, I love you? I don't know. Like, 
shit. What was the last one that you were very upset about? She'd gone onto your Facebook. She DM'd somebody else. And she oh, went, that was another from beforehand. <laughs> yeah, she like she was like messaging like people on her Facebook at my house. But about, she like, wanted to give blow. Like want to like sit on their face and stuff. Yeah, and then. <laughs> It's happened a couple times. Let me just tell you this. So, first of all, tell us how you met Amy. Like, how did this happen? Like, every true modern-day romance starts. On the internet. Okay, Tinder. Tinder. So, I swiped right. We started hanging out. I think she was... I mean, I don't think either of us were really looking for anything. I think she was, like, planning on going on this long work trip for a while, you know? And so, she's like, I'm going to be gone. Let me just go on a couple dates, get some free dinner. Uh, She showed up to the first date, which I was surprised at. Okay. You know, we initially we only talked we only talked about carbohydrates for like the first two dates. So we just talk about noodles and bread, and that's it. That's like our true love and passion is noodles and bread. Oh my god! So she's a big foodie too. Big food person. You'd have and, to uh, be with a foodie. And okay. then yeah, and I think you know it all. It also helped like the fact that that first date, I knew that because I usually I don't know I'm just sometimes I'm just a little bit overbearing on first dates. So okay, I made sure to take her to a place that the food was just like banging. So that way I didn't have to talk much. I could just let her eat, and she'll be like, all right, I'll go on a second date. He picks good restaurants. And so, like, we ended up going to this taqueria, you know, that I really like, and I think from there, I just kind of moved on, moved on, and then... Well, it, it moved pretty quickly. Like, yeah. you guys clearly had a connection. Yeah, I think, you know, we were, we were moving quickly. I think we are both kind of, you know, we were both... Ready. Ready, you know, and we were just kind of going at it, and I just, you know, we works out pretty well. She's got a great job. She likes what she does. Um... I like what I do. You know, we work so, in opposite industries, which is really nice, too. So I know. I there, like that about Dan, too. There is no, like, connect, like... Her friends, her work people, I have no idea who they are, and I don't give a shit who they are. <laughs> and then she runs into my people, and she doesn't give a shit who they are either. So, so okay, so how long after you guys started dating did you find out that you all were pregnant? Uh, pretty quickly. I think we were together just for a few months. Like, a few months. So, like, then, okay, so you, when you hear that you're going to be a dad, were you, like, crying, like, overly elated? Were you, like, this is horrible? Like, how did you react um, well, I think anyone, it was surprising. I don't, th- you know, at that point I was just like, oh, like I was really fucking hungover. I know I probably shouldn't be shared because like, I'm pretty sure her parents are going to hear this shit and I'm going to get railed on for this. But no, I was just, oh, yeah, I was please. excited. I think like after a while, you know, it took a little bit of, you know, heads up. As we all know, my buddy, Teddy Beats, right? Oh my God. Teddy Beats, Teddy who Beats, does the intro, does outro the intro. songs. Legendary. So he was the first person to find out. Like, I'm just like, we like called Teddy and his girlfriend, Mandy. And like, I went, I hung out with them and then we all hung out together and we were all talking about it, you know? And, I mean, I think it was just a surprise because it wasn't that we were just, it wasn't like, oh, it was like, oh shit. Like we thought we had a lot more fucking time than this. Like, what are we doing? Wait, like, was Amy surprised? Because lots of times women can be like, like lose it as well. Oh, like, Amy it's I think like, was oh very surprised, God. but I think she had, she had those few hours by herself when she like realized it to be like, and she had like that time before where she's like, oh God, I'm late. Oh God, I'm late. That she was like more <laughs> ready for it than I think I was where it was just, <laughs> She like came over, knocked on the door, and I was like laying in bed. I was like, ah. she's like, well, having a baby. <laughs> and I just got up and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, at least take me to brunch or something first. <laughs> like, what the hell? But yeah, no, it was great. Like, and I think, you know, once you kind of get by that shock and you realize, I think when it came down to it, I started, it's going to sound really fucked up, but I'm going to say it anyways. I started just looking around and being like, I don't know, dude. I've seen kids raised in way more fucked up situations than when I'm about to put <laughs> yes, that shit through. And like, they're not all assholes yeah. you know so I was like alright uh, fuck it oh you're gonna be a great dad I honestly think that this is gonna be like your con like I feel like you're gonna be an amazing father I think it's gonna be life life changing for you obviously a baby well, is anyway yeah, it is life changing yeah I'm, I think like in a really positive way like I think this is gonna help your business help your personal life I, yeah are you kidding me yeah I'm gonna have this like half Korean half Tunisian baby I'm gonna <laughs> whore his ass out for the first <laughs> Nine months, two years while he's so damn cute. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So you're having a boy, by the way. Oh, I'm having a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what, do you guys have any names picked out? Yeah. So originally Amy just thought it was going to be a girl. So she was like, I like this girl's name. We can do this. But if it's a boy, you can pick the name. But it's not going to be a boy. Don't worry. So originally, me just because I thought it'd be fucking awesome. I want to name the kid Frank. <laughs> what? No. Right? But I was going to spell it. A boy named Frank? Yeah, but I was going to spell it P-H-R-E-I-G-H-N-Q-U-E. <laughs> yeah, one more time. P-H-R-E-I-G-H-N-Q-U-E. So phonetically, it's Frank. Okay, that is so And then <laughs> she was totally down. She thought it was funny because she's like, it's not going to be a boy. Who cares? But then once like we found out it was a boy, that got nixed real quick. 
Uh, and then, like, the battle for us came because, you know, she's, like, half Korean, half American. Okay. My family, like, we're Tunisian, but yet we, a lot of us live in France. So, like, I was like, shit, we got to find a name that Americans, Koreans, and Tunisians, and French can all pronounce, which is fucking impossible, by the way, because, <laughs> like, you would say, you know, like, even the name, like, like, she would just say a name, like, I don't know, like, Frank. I'd be like, can't do Frank and French. Frank. Arabic. Frank. Like, you know, like this all sounds stupid. And every name she said, I would just say it like in every accent. I'd be like, no, nope, stupid. Can't do it. Sounds dumb in that one. Can't do it. They can't pronounce that, you know? Like, like you couldn't do like, I couldn't do William. You know, Why, the, what's the William? Korean family couldn't pronounce William at all. Like, that'd be such a, that'd be fucked up. Like, <laughs> like I just, like, like, I couldn't do like any like hard R. Like, I couldn't do any name was like Burr, you know, or like Burke. For instance, Burke. you know, like I couldn't do, or like I couldn't do like Frank because I'd be like, Fran, Fran, you know, stuff like that. And so, so you guys are struggling. So we ended up deciding on like Dax, D A X, because oh, Dax is that. just like easy. I don't think, like, so far we haven't found a single culture that can do it. Like, I'll get in like taxi cabs, you know, or I'll get like that. in a random bus, or I'll be randomly traveling around and be like, yo, yo, can you just say the word Dax for me? They're like, Dex. I was like, motherfucker, got it. All right, this baby's set. All right, nothing's going to screw this up. Baby Dax. So, D-A-X. Oh, my God. I love that. I actually could see, I see you with the sun, baby Dax. Yeah, I'm actually really excited because, like, Uh. I'm not going to, like, be wearing those baby Bjorn and stuff. I found all these, like, Korean, like, wraps and stuff. Okay. I want to wrap this baby around like a hippie. Like, (laughs) just, like, be chilling at the bar. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Chilling. (laughs) I'm not going to be at the bar, let's be honest, because they won't serve children. <laughs> Your kid is going to be so rad. I'm so jealous. You know, I'm, I'm getting a few years older. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also need to pump one out really quick because I don't know how much longer my eggs are going to hold on. But you have like, don't you have like a, like literally you have like three dozen eggs frozen from like three different IVF no, clinics no, here. No, because. <laughs> I could have swore. How many endorsements have we done over the years? <laughs> or at least how close have we been? We've done several endorsements, but I haven't actually frozen them because it. Remember, I tried to do one um, mm-hmm. years ago, but I had to like inject myself every morning, and then I had to be available for blood tests. And the radio show we work for did not want me to be out all the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. so that one. And eh. and the last time I went, I was like, "Be straight with me. How many eggs?" And she's like, "Oh, you've got plenty. Like one ovary's got like forty. She's like, you're just like overflowing on one side. I'm like, great. I'm I'm good. I'm good for the next yeah. like four years. But I mean, I've got to pump one out. I think." I mean, I, I sure. want to see how Amy's birth goes, though, because I now that's how I gauge it. Like, I want to know, like, how bad the birth is going to be. I think it's the pregnancy I'm down for. Like, I can eat a lot. You've seen me big. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I can get large. So I'm not worried about carrying it. But when it comes out, like, I'm very worried. I feel like I have a small vagina. So I'm really upset. And, I, and you know, I have butthole problems. So yeah, I'm but worried I'm going to blow out my butthole. I mean, first off, you know, you're going to shit on the baby, right? Like, <laughs> I know. Supposedly they all do that. Like everyone does. That's so um, embarrassing. Um, I will say this. Like I think you know you you would be a good pregnant woman. Like I think you'd really like it. You think? Why? Yeah, because what you, does Amy because say? a you don't drink that much anyway. I mean now we're clearly having a drink, but still like you're not like a crazy crazy partier. No, that's you get true. to eat all this amazing stuff and like dude, I do everything for. She literally just texts me. She goes, you know, I feel like zucchini bread today, and I'll be like. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Shit, looks like I'm making zucchini bread. <laughs> I do like, I mean, Dan does already wait on me, Yeah. but I do like the idea. even more, I'm telling you. Like that, I do like, I love that idea for sure of like him waiting on me even more. But you do realize like you're going to get like super gassy and stuff, right? You get really gassy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amy has never farted or anything. No, she's totally perfect. But (laughs) I've heard from her other pregnant friends that you get really gassy and from other friends of mine that have kids like, yeah. Like I know of one person that literally would just like. The wife would lay on her back and then he would take the legs and like do like a bicycle motion. <laughs> okay. And they refer to it as farting it out, where they would just like, <laughs> like just kind of so tweak the leg, like in a bicycle motion, because she'd be so filled with gas that she had to find a way. Look, anyone here had kids? Anybody? No one else is. All right. There's someone right now in their car or in their house going like, oh my God, yeah, my husband used to fart me out too. It's like an actual thing that'll happen. I'm telling you, you're going to have to lay on your back, Sarah, bicycle motion, no and Dan way. will just like, fart you out just kind of rotate your legs and yeah it's a real thing oh my god that sounds so embarrassing like you're like oh my god i don't know if dan would do that i'd be like farting right in his face you have to like it's so like (laughs) you have to 
Well, look, we're going to do... Okay, a couple more things here before we let you go. Um, first of all, I got you a little baby gift <laughs> that I want you to open. This is for Dax. And uh, if, you, if you don't like it, you can take it back. But I saw this and I thought, oh my God, Dax needs this. Okay. Amy has slowly gone through the register. Like, first off, she <laughs> let me on the registry for like 10 minutes. And within like five, she'd already started figuring out how to block me from the registry because I just started adding like the coolest stuff ever. <laughs> like what? I know. I'm like, Sammy's kid is going to have the, all the funny like onesies. Like, oh my God. Well, everything. yeah. Like, I mean, like the one thing I signed up, I was like, all right, well, we need headphones so I can take this baby to concerts. Okay. Oh, look, here's some light up shoes. Great. I got like, I bought the kid like gold sneakers already. Like all that good stuff, you know? Oh my These God. These are necessary. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is his main outfit. So, so I got this because over the years you you've That's worn a lot of flannel. This is how I dress. This yes, is literally how I dress for a solid see. eight years of my life. So, Sammy, you guys have known for years has worn flannel shirts, right? Mm-hmm. So, I found a little flannel like hoodie and jeans for three months old because he's going to be born in October. Yep, Octoberish, and then of course pacifiers because yeah, I figured yeah. Amy might just need that. But anyway, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Well, here I want to hold it up for the camera. Oh my god, that so is so this, good. This is the little hipster. And the and little it's jeans, got a too. And the little jeans for the Daxter. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, my wait. God. No, you, it was so fun. Because now, so my CEO look now, as we call it. Oh, my God. They left the price tag oh, on. Oh, whatever. I'll rip it off. Don't worry. <laughs> Babies can't read anyways. <laughs> I know, but that's so embarrassing. Um, and so, yeah. yeah you so take like, it back, though, if you they, don't like uh, it. No. But so, we were looking at a bunch of other stuff. And so, my current CEO look is I like to wear just, like, black jeans and a jean shirt. Whenever, okay. Because like, I'm always, like... If I got to work, I can kind of work and I can get it during doesn't bother it. And so one of my friends, they went out, they literally bought this kid like black jean, like black jeans and a black and a, and a jean shirt. You know, so this is oh funny. So I can have this kid dress up like Sammy through the ages. I got to find it a wig. Oh, my God. You just need a wig for it. Yeah. Well- because I've lost almost all my hair at this point. So <laughs> No, you still have some hair. You really do. Um, I asked people to submit questions, mm-hmm. okay, on, on social media for what they wanted to know. And one of our longtime fr- fans, at Hoba1914 on I Instagram, yeah, basically wrote all the questions. So I'm going to give these to you rapid fire, right. and then we're going to have a Sammy rant and some pineapple mail here. And then I know you've got to go repair all this Snacklin's equipment. So all good. Hopefully they fixed it when I was gone. That was the point. Uh, so here it goes. He's, Hoba says questions for Sammy. Did he notice that his name is already a celebrity mashup of he and Amy's names, I-E-S-A-M-Y. Yeah, I've been calling her Sammy. Like, we call ourselves Sammy. Sammy. Sammy, because that's how people pronounce Sammy anyways the first time they read it. So it works out. That is so natural. I love that. Uh, What did your family say when you told them that you were going to be a father? A lot of people are asking this on the Facebook Live, too. They want to know what your dad said, what your family, your mom said. Okay, so clearly, like, my mom and my dad were super excited about it. You know, they're very excited to be grandparents. You know, like, mom was like, I'm going to be a grandma. My dad's already talking about, like, kidnapping this kid and taking it to Tunisia and shit. So, like, there's a lot of, like, everyone's really excited. So they're excited. excited. But if anyone knows, like, my background, like, you know, first generation, like, Arab Muslim, like, I've been laughing because my family will call me up like, oh my God, we're so proud of you and your wife. And I was like, wife, what the fuck? <laughs> and I found out that like all my, I guess my mom and my dad, like they were telling their their siblings and they were like, ooh, now we can't tell people that he's not married. That's just not going to go over well. So do you feel so the pressure? Been, so they've been, I mean, I don't feel the pressure at Amy all. Amy doesn't. No, not at all. But they've been telling everyone like, you're married. oh yeah, it's his wife. It's his wife. And I think same in Korean culture too. Like when we were in Korea, they were like telling like, you know, telling her uncle's like, oh, yes, her husband. <laughs> it's like, we're not getting married, dog. We got a baby coming out. I'm <laughs> saving that money. We're not getting married, dog. Um, how does he think Magoo, Magoo is Sammy's dog, you guys might remember, who's blind and has tons of cataracts, mm-hmm. will react to the baby. Some pets get jealous at first. Uh, so Magoo is just too old and blind at this point to care. He sleeps like 18 hours a day. He currently wears like this weird like... It's almost like a dog thong, I guess. Like I don't know, just it's like a like a dongy. I don't even know how you call it, but it just it's this thing that just covers. It's more like a loincloth, I guess, and it covers it because he's just so old he can't control himself. So I'm pretty sure he's fine. I think Amy's dog, on the other hand, yes. What kind of dog like, does she have? I have. She says it's a Chihuahua. But this fucker's like 30 pounds. <laughs> okay, that, that is, is not, not a Chihuahua. <laughs> okay, and it's like this. It's this mix. But I think I think that dog is gonna get extremely jealous of the baby.
Like extreme. Okay, well, Dan wants a dog. So if it doesn't work out, we might take this 30 pound chihuahua if you need a place for it. To I was go. like, do you want Magoo? Because he's <laughs> no, still living. No, I don't want that. He's dog. just rotting from the inside, but it's, he's still trucking along. It's so hideous. Um, they, uh, he also says, and this is a joke why is your pullout game so weak? <laughs> Dude, I, again, I was just proud of myself that it took, you know, until the age of 32 to do this. So I know. It is really true. It is it's a miracle. It's really good on my end. Like, uh, lastly, he says at Hoba1914 on Instagram says, I'm so glad that Snacklins is taking off and everything is going so well for you, Sammy. So with all of that, do you ever have time to do any Bonnie rash work? Hashtag rash hole. No, I don't do any more music stuff. Teddy still does, as you know, and Teddy was my counterpart in Bonnie rash. So he's still doing work he's with d- like the Beard Man Group and Armada Music. So he's actually got a new single that just came out last like two weeks ago. He's on Sirius XM Saturday. all the time. It's awesome. So yeah, so Teddy still does it. I still hang out with him. I'll help him out if you ever needs anything but i'm too you know it takes you 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 can't just go into a studio and make a song like that's a life you know what i mean it's it's your entire life and so i don't i don't have another life to give right now no you're so busy got my first baby snacklins and my second baby dex (laughs) okay i think you gotta reverse the order i think you gotta oh it's reverse i I guess i'm gonna wait this is gonna be the part when amy's listening to it that all of a sudden i get this really nasty text so Look, we want to do, you, you're known on this podcast for your rants, yeah. a Sammy rant, where mm-hmm. you would go off and you would do epic rants. You would rant on everybody. So we're going to throw up three stories and we want to know your honest opinion. Right. Um, family of five. You might know the YouTube family that has been banned as pranksters after the child c- abuse conviction. Now, these people are from Maryland. You guys might remember Michael and Heather Martin were sentenced to five years of probation last year for treatment of their children in videos. Some of the scenes included one of their young kids slapping their daughter in the face, another other prank, uh, they told their son they poured ink, invisible ink, all over the rug. They had the little boy come in and accused him of dumping ink on it and punishing him. And then he broke down in tears. So they lost custody of two of their children. Then they had to move from like Rockville, Maryland to West Virginia, where they started another YouTube page. But all of their YouTube pages have been banned. They claim that the kids were always in on these jokes and that there was no child abuse. Even uh, though they have lost the children. You know how I feel about social media in general, okay? I 100% think this is literally just the, the tip of the iceberg. Like, really? This is just the tip of the iceberg because everyone fucking thinks that they can now be super famous. And the other thing is people now just want to be famous. There's they nothing do. else about it. They go, well, I'm famous. Fame equals money. But like, you know, motherfuckers, you're not even like, how much money did you have to spend for your lawyers? How much money, like how much torment, you know, did your kids go through? How much did your family go through? Was it really worth what? A hundred thousand dollars? They did. They were making at their height 300 grand a year. Okay. $300,000 a year for how long? Uh, I think a couple years, two or three two years. Two years. All right. So probably less than a half a million dollars once tax and everything is done. Yep. And you've destroyed your family. Like, do you understand? That you could work it, at yeah. McDonald's for five years and fucking make that money. Like, like what the fuck is Like, you could work any, you know, you could work any job, like any, any job and you could still get pretty close. You know, even if you're working the lowest pay, like still middle to 10 years, like I you know. didn't ruin your family. I feel like I look at now and I look at like, you know, my nieces and nephews and I look at, you know, some people and like, they're just all about these likes. And yes. I'm like, great. So congratulations. You're 17 years old. You get 450 likes on one of your Instagram photos, but yet you don't know shit. Like, <laughs> you are always good about bringing it back. I think one time I came in, I was really depressed because I was like, oh, maybe I should be a fashion blogger. They're getting so many likes. And you're like, Sarah, get don't a do hold anything. of yourself. They don't, they don't do, do anything. They don't, they don't fucking do anything. I get requests. I mean, oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble with this. I get requests all the time from food bloggers and shit being like, yo, you should send us your product. Give us some money. We'll do this. And I go, you know what? Hit me up in a year. If you still got a company, let's do something. <laughs> No one's ever hit me back up. You want to know why? Because they're usually not around. Because anyone can do that. You can sit there and all you do is, I mean, look at these random fucking like companies around here like DC Food, DC Food Porn, DC Food Blogs, DC, it's all this DC based, DC whatever, DC Food something. And there's a dozen web pages, a dozen Instagram sites. They all have 50 to 100,000 followers. Motherfucker doesn't do shit. I know. Like they post a picture of my product and they're like, Awesome. Guess what I can prove? That nothing came of that. Like 100%. (laughs) I can go out there and I could sit in in every grocery store for the next week and be like, did you buy this because you saw that on whatever food blog? But no. 
They don't do that. And I think the positive part is, though, when you're there, just like how you do with like radio, I was telling Sarah this earlier, like when you're doing advertising any sort of way, it's not really about a direct return of investment, like not a direct mm. ROI. It's, it's more really about like getting your name and getting awareness. awareness out there. So at that point, how is me paying some blogger to do this as much like I could just have a bunch of college kids, give them a bunch of free snacks and be like, yo, dude, take a picture. And that's going to hit as many people and get as many of that. You know, you I think when point. you look at it, people talk about like their likes, their followers, that doesn't mean anything. Well, now they can all be bought, too. Yeah. Even more so than when you were on the show. I mean, it's crazy. And, like, so it doesn't make any sense. And so I'm just so against it because you see shit like this. Like, they think they have a career now. And the problem is, though, <laughs> they never fucking leave this little area. Like, that's why they have to go to West Virginia. Like, yeah. you, if you're in New York, you're in D.C., and you try to walk up to someone and be like, yeah, what's up? I'm a YouTube blogger. They're going to laugh you out of the fucking room. You know what I mean? Like, in L.A., go try that shit. They're going to laugh you out of the room. But... Fucking, you know, I bet, you know, somewhere in Iowa where I'm from, like, they'll think you're a celebrity, <laughs> you know, the and they that's hook the you up at the TGI Fridays every week, man. You get a free daiquiri, <laughs> you know, like that's sick. I got to say the daddy 05 guy looks a little off to me mentally, too. I'm not going to I mean, I hate to judge, but like I just look at him. I'm like, this guy doesn't look like he has all his marbles. Um, OK, next story. A Greenville, South Carolina dentist continues to go viral over the past week for doing Drake's In My Feelings. But he does it in my fillings mm-hmm. and he is smoking hot. Dr. Rich Constantine. Um, and here is his video. Like, would you go knock your teeth out? to go see this guy <laughs> because that's what the internet is saying they basically want to knock their teeth out to go see this guy or they want their root canals oh my god he's hot as hell oh hell oh god oh oh my god okay i'm sorry i'm getting like really yes. all right i'm oh. gonna throw this out there too oh my god oh my god he is so hot i'm sorry Wow, like that beard! Oh my god, and those arms—he's right. like amazing. Oh, First god. off, oh, look at that I, I smile! Oh my god, why Dr. do you? Why would you want those big ass fingers in your mouth? <laughs> like he can't even put his thumb in the like he can't even put his pointer finger in the back of your mouth without stretching out your jawline. He's a Neanderthal, Sarah. Like he's a big guy, and I'm also gonna throw this out there too that whenever I read a so story, like gorgeous. sexy bus driver, <laughs> sexy <laughs> dentist, sexy this, it's like that's just because we have set the bar so low. <laughs> but you don't see dentists that look like that. I'm sorry, the dentist I go to is lovely, does great work, but Doctor K doesn't look like that. Well, yeah, because they're dentists. I don't want. It's like I don't want my <laughs> dentists to be supermodels. I want them to look like they actually read a fucking book. Oh you my know, God. like I want them to look like, you know what? They may have paid attention in dental school a little People bit. People are agreeing. Alexis says he's not that hot. He's, he's not. not worth knocking your teeth out for. And by the way, he's married. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry, people. I thought he was smoking hot. All right. Last story. Sammy. I'm going to throw you- this out there. If he was an athlete, you wouldn't be saying shit about him. Oh, I think he's so if hot. He was, if he was in any other industry and he wasn't like, like literally, it's like saying like a hot garbage man. Well, yeah, no shit, dude. Like... <laughs> 99.99% of his competition is covered in garbage. <laughs> but he, this dentist kind of looks like Jimmy Garoppolo, the NFL quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. let me let me know that reference. <laughs> well, he's a, he, uh, he plays in the NFL as a quarterback. And he was out with this porn star, and he's so hot. Oh. I mean, so he's really... Like, you're thinking, ah, porn star, I've got a chance now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've got some porn moves. I mean, as long as you catch me before eight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know... <laughs> You know the tricks I, I know, do. Yeah, dude, you love the Kentucky snowstorm. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Last story. Okay, he does not look like that. He's look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my God, Jimmy so Garoppolo. Hot. See, gorgeous. There you go. Ugh. Kentucky you, snowstorm. If Jimmy away. Garoppolo was a garbage man. All right, there'd be a <laughs> video right now on the Sun.com being like, "Look at how hot this garbage man is." Last story. Uh, now there is a new alarm clock that will wake you up by subtle orgasm. Sammy, do you think that this is something that Amy would ever want? Um, the alarm clock you just tuck into your underwear. It has 27 different levels, um, and it will wake you up gently over five minutes. It retails for about $80. Um, and then- That's it? <laughs> That's cheaper than most vibrator shit. Like... I'm buying that shit now. Okay, and then it has a snooze button. Who's going to really put this in their underwear? Really? Come on. Honestly, there's one person in this room I could think of. Me? I'm not going to You. Li- I would totally <laughs> see you doing this. <laughs> totally. Yes, you would. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How yes, do you, you think you would do this? No, I own a normal vibe. I would not do this. Who's going to sleep with that? Yeah, but think about, like, do you wake up in the morning stressed out, Sarah? Yes. 
yes, you, of course. I'm on one hundred. Think about how think about how little stress you would have if all of a sudden you had a little cut <laughs> you off. You know what I mean? I hope it would help. I mean, I need something for my jaw. My jaws are so tense. Like <laughs> I don't know why, but they are. My jaws are so <laughs> tense. And Dan's very happy. I have such tense jaw, like a really, so I need something like that. Anyway, this is the latest uh, alarm clock, which will wake a woman up by orgasm. And That's it, genius. But I think, I think that here's the issue is like. A little rooster. I mean, like, I guess I think the most problem that people are going to think is like, I'm saying like, it's clearly got to sit in, right? Yeah. You got to like kind of tuck it you into tuck your it. underwear. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm saying like, is that to go internal or just kind of stay on the no, outside? No, it stays on the outside. You almost uh. like tuck it between your little lips. Well, that sucks because you can't ever like <laughs> sleep in, you know, au natural. You've always got to have agree. underwear on. Yeah. That's not healthy for you. And I feel like it can't be comfortable. Like it's got to move. And if it moves to the wrong side, what does that happen? Like, does it, I guess it'll still wake you up. I agree with you. And, you know, thanks to you, now I sleep without underwear. That's fantastic. It is. It is really amazing. We're a no underwear household, so <laughs> Amy's going to punch me for that one, too, I bet. All right. <laughs> hey, no worries. Now I've learned. I can't wait until I get pregnant and then Dan has to fart me out. Like, that oh is my God, so Oh, my so, God. It's so awesome. Hearing that story, like, I I will say this. Like, I haven't been able to do that to Amy yet, but that's one of my dreams in life. Like, <laughs> when I talk about things that I want to accomplish in life now, like, Snacklins has taken a hard number three <laughs> as opposed to me... Raising us to like a healthy baby and then oh. farting my girlfriend out just one time in my life. Like, that's just really my goal. Um, all right, look, we do a thing at the end of the show called Pineapple Mail. That is all of the listener mm-hmm. messages. You've been amazing, by the way. Uh, people are dying on Facebook. They love you. They want you to come back. I did say to you, it is my goal to get you to come back. I'm going to, I already know, like, because you talk about pivoting. But see, I am very emotionally attached to this show. I need to become less emotionally attached. But I want to end up doing the show like we intro it, then I have a panel of some sorts, and then a mm-hmm. guest, okay? Okay. And I want you to be one of the rotating panel people. So like you could Love come it. on like once a month. Perfect. Would you ever come back? Yeah, of course. What? I would bring you, look, I could totally, I would totally come back. I will get you an endorsement. I don't need an endorsement. I'll just come back and help you out. Pay for my parking. Okay, I'll pay for your parking. Deal. Oh my God. I, I Like, I'm serious. And a glass of rosé. Dude, I'm a great negotiator. You are so good. I'm so good. I got a glass well, of rosé and free parking. We've been friends for a long time. I hope you wouldn't screw me like, you know, like, like charge what? me too much. Oh, what? Like, like we got screwed in every other contract we've done? <laughs> been there, done that. Good, good point. So here's some of the messages that I get, okay? Today huh? people are salty. I recently put up on my Instagram, at HeyFrage, a picture of Andrea, who you just met, Sammy AJ, our producer, you're sitting okay. across from her, and Leslie, who you met, who's our digital content creator. Uh-huh, she does uh-huh. all the video. Okay, so I just started the caption, like, how gorgeous they are, all right? Basically saying, like, you know, they're so not only are they talented, but they're also really gorgeous. I will read to you the caption, because this yeah, woman- Yeah, let me hear this caption exactly verbatim. I say, how gorgeous are these two? Love working with at the Andrea J. Lopez and Leslie Okindo on the Hayfresh podcast. They have incredible stories of breaking into the entertainment business by being persistent, innovative, and their social media skills are terrific as well as being assertive. I love how they both stick up for themselves. Follow them for funny videos, YouTube vlogs, and behind the scenes podcasting because I always want to try and help them get new followers. Okay. This woman writes to me and she says... As someone who's all about female empowerment, you really should use another adjective besides gorgeous. While it's true, you use it quite often to describe AJ and Leslie, and it's quite obvious that they are smart, witty, ambitious, hardworking, and so many other things in addition to gorgeous. Not trying to be an asshole, but I am just saying. Okay, do you think that I shouldn't use gorgeous to describe these two? Well, I think what it is, it's like, you know, it's people showing like the, the that power that you have, right? And like you have that influence over people that you can actually change, just like how when we worked at other you know shows, every social we've ever worked for, you could, if you start saying something, you start making something more acceptable, and how you talk about it, people hear that, and the second they hear you say it, they accept it, you know. And I was trying to find, but like you would never like if I came on the show, it would never be like, oh my god, the super hunky <laughs> hot Sammy K. Oh, and did I tell you he speaks three languages and he's also a CEO of a company? Like, no, you say when you talk about. I think I do the same thing too, and I've actually had to make a huge like conscientious effort to do it differently now. Okay, that when I speak about anybody, even to my own girlfriend, she gets so mad because I just won't be like, "You're beautiful, you're amazing." I will go, "You're so smart, you are so caring." Because I think like you know, a lot of times we try to give women that initial. Oh, I love like you're you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous, but in all realities, like men don't do that. You know what I mean? And we don't. And I think of like if you think about how many time you've spent just telling someone they were gorgeous when really you just been like you're really smart and you're amazing. 
Like, you save a lot of time. Well, you know? you're going to hate this one, too. This one is from our listener, Mark, who also writes to me, uh, Hey, Sarah, so glad a friend of mine put you onto the podcast. I've been a fan of yours for years when you were on 99.5. Love the stuff that you do on Fox and miss you on radio. You often ask for feedback. I'm a little confused by this podcast, though. It feels like you're trying to promote and empower women, which is awesome. But then you have one of your staffers on the podcast begging for money for a boob job. Okay, so I hate to send anything negative, but you just have so much to offer on this podcast. Uh, He says, of course, uh, I'm a big fan of Paul. Uh, Look forward to what the future holds for your show. Good luck. So Leslie came to us. I did not Hmm. encourage this. And we had this discussion about if she should start a GoFundMe. Yes. She wanted to start a GoFundMe to get a boob job because she Uh. feels that she needs one. So I said, fine, promote it on the podcast. Do you think that's an issue? Um, I think what you're doing is like the, I mean. Is that make, is it, am I, should I be more conscious of like, because see, here's my thing though, is I, I just want thing, people to do what they want. Like and I rock get that. You and are. you want to say you do what you want. But at this point, I like, I kind of feel like as much as I want to tell people around, like do what you want. Like you kind of have to give certain people an upper hand, you know? Okay. Like, let's be honest. Like there has been a lot of privilege in this country geared towards certain people and not towards other people. Right. And so. If you think about every little bit of privilege you had as you taking one step forward in a race compared to the other person, you know, I feel like I can't I I don't want to hold myself back. So what I can do is I can help the people behind me and bring them, you know, as close forward. But you don't think that's helping, like encouraging. I mean, I think what it is, is it's encouraging someone else out there who's, you know, someone listening who's thinking, okay, well. You're right. Maybe if I did have that boo job, I could be gorgeous and then I could be on the show and then I could do this podcast when it's like. You don't need to, man. Like I, I find it funny. Like there's that, you know. There's my my hero is that Australian newscaster who didn't change his shirt for six months. Yes, the guy that wore he didn't the change suit. His, the yes. same suit for six months just to prove like how fucked it was that all the women had to change clothes and have different outfits every week or else they get trashed right. on for it. You, you know? make good points. And you I just think you know, at this do. point, like you guys, like at this point, you have so, like. Sarah, you could literally post a picture of a turd, okay? <laughs> and it's going to get more press coverage and more likes and influence more people's lives than 99% of people out there could ever do in three months of hitting the ground running and working hard to try to change something. All right. You right? make a good point. So, like, you know, you're in a place like that. You know, you, like, I mean, that's honestly, I don't post shit that much anymore just because I just don't, I don't like it. I don't, you know, I'm not in that position anymore. And I don't right. find that I need to. And so, like, I think that you have a really good, you know. Well, then that gives us a lot to think about on this yeah. show. If you want, dude, look at all that. You can have Sylvia on your show. Sylvia, who's my number two at the company. Yeah. Crazy awesome story. All really? Right? Like, give us, here, a little, like, like give us a little tip before we take off. All right, well, fine. I mean, here, she is literally the, 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 the true definition of the American dream. You know what I mean? Uh. And never once did anyone, like, and she does the same. Like, she's not like, oh, you're beautiful. You're this. Like, she... She knows she's beautiful, but she is such a hard worker and she wants that kind of recognition for being the hardest worker. Like, even when I bring in help for her, she kind of gets a little, she's like, no, 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 see, I got this. Like, I got this. Okay. And I mean, you know, you talk about someone here, like the adversity and coming to this country and, you know, being in fear every day about what's going to happen to you and your family. And then still somehow working that now she's sitting there and she's like, yeah, I own part of Snacklands. You yeah. know, like she's like, that's, that's kind of the stuff that I think that, you know, if you had a choice between like, you know how you used to like be all the inspirational stuff. Yes. I think it's good if you can kind of bring them down to your level. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's not all just straight inspiration. Here's their story, but talking, you know, getting yeah. to know like who they are and the thing. I mean, cause yeah, people are beautiful. We know that clearly you're not going to call someone an ugly piece of shit on your show. <laughs> like we know that, but like talk about their other things, you know, and maybe people will start doing it too, you know? Uh, all right. Well, you... I mean, that's amazing. We're ending right there. You're fantastic. Please tell people where they can follow Snacklands, where they can buy again or find a location. Uh, We're going to take tons of pictures. They're going to be up on the Hey Fresh podcast, but it's at Eat Snacklands. At Eat Snacklands. On Instagram. On everything. EatSnacklands.com. Snacklands.com, sorry. Eat Snacklands on every social media. Snacklands.com on the interwebs. Sammy, people are loving you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. More to come. Bye, everybody. Yeah.